Hey everyone, and welcome to another Gadget Talk. So I'm, I know you're already asking, well, what's the surprise tonight? What's the surprise show? Well, we're going to get into that here in a little bit. And just kind of, we're just going to talk for a few minutes while we get going. I just want to thank everybody that's joining us so far right now. So we got Bell on the Moves on with us from coming in from California, Pizza Ninja from New York, B&J Bish, Brad, coming in from Orlando, Darren coming in from Australia. Uh, let's hear Adi Olson coming in from, uh, let's hear, uh, Kansas. Kansas, <laughs> yeah. Geo Tribe 5 coming in to us. Good evening. GCD SK11 coming in from Medicine Hat Engineering 42 coming in with us. Paul uh, Scarif. I would say Scarif. That I always think of uh, Star Wars, but no, that's not right. <laughs> uh, and if you know that, that's it's from right. Western uh, Pennsylvania. Western Pennsylvania coming in. Yep, thank you. Shandrum coming in over here from Memphis. Thanks, uh, Reese486. Dave Manning and MacGyver and Flo's with us. And C3 coming in from North Carolina. So I just want to welcome everybody on with us tonight. Um, got questions? Go ahead and put them in, in the chat. We're going to be going through a couple different things. Chat's going to show us a really cool cache. And then we're going to talk about a topic I think all of us run into sometimes. And how we how we deal with that, and we'll get to that here in a little bit. Um, uh, the the caching dead from New York. Well, that one's kind of easy to figure out where they're from. So, but before we get into that, Chad, is there anything we want to talk about before we get our sponsors? We want to go ahead and hit our sponsors real quick. Let's hit the sponsors real quick, and we'll get on. All right, let's hit these sponsors. Well, we're not going to hit them. We're going to hit the spots for the sponsors, then they will, they will come on back on with you. If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Logwork, the creators of the fantastic logbook made with genuine right-in-the-rain paper, the logbook's designed for the micro containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cache maintenance. Find them at logwork.com. That's L-O-G-W-E-R-K.com. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. All right, so we're back coming in from here. Let's see who else we got. We got Casey Eleven coming in, Riley, a family geocaching adventure. Tim Turrell coming in from Alabama. Yeah, Tricaches is on with us. Uh, been seeing a lot of stuff up from going Gilby. Going, yeah, Gilby gone wild. Wasn't that this last weekend, or was that? No, that's up? coming up. I think it's a week before going caching. Okay, weekend. I think that's coming up. So. Um, yeah, but Judy Vaughn's on here with us. Just so many people, so many b gadget builders, and so many of us that are so much into building some gadgets and stuff and all that. I just really appreciate all y'all joining in with us. Okay, Chad, what do you got for us? All right. Uh, nothing. Nothing. No. <laughs> all right, so there's the show tonight. and no. <laughs> That's it. Thanks for joining. Um, 
So last time we were on last show, uh, I showed something that I did for Vegas. I got several emails about the cache and how I built it. Okay. So I thought, let's go ahead and review that and kind of go over it, explain to you how I built it. Super simple. And then uh, we'll, uh, we'll go on to any other things and the other topic that Derek has for us. All right. All right. So, yeah, go ahead and break that break that cache out. So let's go ahead and look at it. I got your build cam all ready to go once you put it over there. And okay. there's the build cam. So this this is it. Um, here, let me put it put it on the regular cam here for a sec. Okay. Just to show, this is what it looks like. So it's a teamwork cache with several buttons. It takes, you have to push six buttons at the same time for it to open. Super simple. Uh, it's ran with, uh, right now, six double A's for 12 okay. volts. Uh, you can change it to D's, which would last a lot longer. The power you're using, it only lasts for a second till the door pops open. Right. So it will last for a long time, or it should. Um, right. right right now I have the name for uh, the event in Vegas on it. Um, but uh, anyway, that will be coming off. So the way yeah. I built it, should I show how it works real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to need my, my third hands here. Um, so the way it works is you have to push six buttons at the same time. And uh, let me move a couple tools here. <laughs> Too much stuff on my work desk. Um, there we go. Okay. Um, and they, they match. So uh, the description on it was uh, what they gave me for Vegas was Minnesota Twins. And so you got to look for the twin buttons. So on this side here, you have two blues. Okay. Um, this side, you have two greens. Oh, okay. And this, this side, you have two yellows. Um, so, but uh, <clears throat> anyway, so you got to push all six buttons at the same time. Now, I didn't do anything fancy with this. I kept it as easy as possible and as affordable as possible. So right. um, if you pushed every button on here, it would open. There's no canceling out buttons. Okay. But the point of it is to be a teamwork cache. So if you had enough people to push all the buttons, then you're doing the same thing anyways. It's been accomplished, yeah. Yes, exactly. So I wasn't too worried about that. Um, so I'm going to use my set of helping hands here to push actually two of the buttons for me. Because they're so the reason why it's so long is because I wanted to make sure you couldn't push them by yourself. How long is is it? Uh, tw uh good question. I think it's close to twenty four inches. Twenty four inches tall. Yeah. Let me get my measure here. Measuring, measuring tape. Oh no, twenty and a half. Not even close. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think 24 is my original thought, but uh, I don't know what happened with that. So 20 and a half inches. Uh, and so that's why it's so long uh, is so that you can't just reach the buttons. Now I could reach these two here with one hand, right. um, but I think I originally had it planned for up here or here because I can't reach these two spots here. I couldn't reach with one hand. Um, the rest right. are far enough apart. Um, so anyways, I have two buttons pushed there. Uh, and now I just need to push, let's see, find the other button here, this button and this button, and you'll see the door open. Pushing the right button. There we go. Right. So, so it's just a simple one of the, the cabinet latches. Yes, cabinet exactly. Latches. 
and you can do it with a six volt one if you want. I don't have any six volts in stock, so uh, and they didn't have any online at the time. I don't mind uh, the twelve volts. This was for an event in uh, that was a one day event, so uh, it lasted. I'm using the exact same batteries that went through uh, seven hundred people, but they're in teams, so I don't know how many teams there were um, right. that actually still working. So they'll last right. a while. And like, and like engineering forty two here is saying. Um, much of it depends on the cache, uh, how it's made. Uh, he has a cache that's been out for two years with AA batteries inside that are still okay, but it has zero current draw while not in use. And that's the same thing with this one. Right. That's correct. Until so, those button, buttons are pushed and all of them connect, there is no pull. And it's literally just, it's a half a second. If it's less than half a second to fire that latch. Yeah. So, and when it's standing up, that door pops open. And people let go of the buttons. So, I mean, you could sit there and hold the buttons and use up some more power, but I've never seen anybody do that. Yeah, it, it actually wouldn't. That, then the way that lock sounds when it pops, it generally will scare them so their hands will come off yeah. of it anyways. Yeah, I actually have videos of people jumping when they open. Okay, so, and then I'll just show you how I built this real quick. It's super simple. So, yep. I've shown how I built the birdhouse before in the past. I like to make inserts on the front so I can change them. Um, right. And then I didn't change anything at all for this. So, um on here um the top comes off i took the screws out so it comes right off um and then if you take this front will slide out and everything's soldered together except for if i want to remove the front i have wire nuts on the two front ones here um i could have put quick releases on them i just wire nutted them so i could actually take the front off if i wanted to um but other than that everything's soldered together super simple you can see in here you got four or eight AA batteries um, to run it all. And then I have a quick connect here for the batteries um, to come off. Um, and that is it. And then it, I have it hooked up to a nine volt connector. So when, when you fly around with it, you can take the batteries out and check the, the box. But uh, then next, and the reason why this has a quick connect here is so I can remove this piece here which holds in so this has two grooves two dados on it on it, one on each side or a rabbit I should right. say. um and then a hole so you can actually push the power back through the hole take this box out just board out just in there tight yeah and that helps if in case it there doesn't for some reason it doesn't fire you have a way of getting into it yeah i wanted to make sure or be able to change it if i want to because i like to refresh them if i can right. um and so you could always reuse the box or whatever. And now then just this comes out here, which takes a little bit of a little bit of finagling getting around those. Yeah, around the just on this one, it's kind of funny. I have four of them and I only I grabbed the one that actually was my original build. And uh I learned where to put the buttons after first one. But anyways, this comes right out um on its own. So you can switch it out, you can fix it, you can do whatever you want. You can build a box and back here. Right. And that is just so impressive and so smart for cash maintenance. I mean, it's just a real easy maintenance, low maintenance, in fact, even at that. Mm -hmm. But even if you had to do maintenance, it's really easy to do. And I, that's, of course, all the where the the actual log book itself would be all acrylic. It's got the acrylic latch and everything. So it's just such a really, really well designed, really simple and once again, I've said this before, simple sometimes is some of the most elegant 
uh, caches sometimes gadgets that you can get out there. It's simple because we're like, holy cow, I mean, that's all it is. And it's just that simple elegance that it can be. Yeah. It, it I like keeping it simple. I like, like you said, the plexiglass because I like the cleanness. So I like to use the plexiglass hinges, hinges and welding them on. Um, so, so it's a solvent that melts the plastic together uh, right. because I don't like to look at the screws. And then I also don't want someone to try and unscrew it. Uh, right. Here and we have safety. That kind of answers Shandrum's question. Shandrum was like, uh, oops, oops, uh, whoops, here it is. Clicked on the wrong one. It popped one in there. Uh, hinge glued on. Yeah, it's, it's actually weld on um, that he uses for acrylic, and it actually works really, really well. We did a we did a show on that. Uh, oh shoot, years ago, I think. Uh, so if you you can go back and listen to it, I'm not sure what show it is. Yeah, um, so you can go back and watch it. Um, the blue tape in here is strictly um, to hold the glue in. So I was trying to decide on how to hold the buttons in because this is three quarter inch stock, and the buttons. Right. Let me grab one here. Yeah, they're not quite. They're, yeah, they're not. They're, the threads don't go all the way through uh, or aren't deep enough to go all the way through or long enough. Um, so I thought I could either put a log, longer bit on here and make it so I could thread it in. Um, but I figured, you know what, I'll just glue it. So if you look at these, the only buttons on here that actually have wires, just to save money, you can buy these buttons. These are waterproof buttons. You can buy them wired or uh, pre-wired or with no wires. Right. Uh, let me grab it here so here's the ones with wires um you could solder up the wire too if you want but um i bought them pre-wired uh so i'm these aren't being used at all so i use the cheaper ones put them in the hole and then uh, held it in place and then used high temperature hot glue not your regular hot glue high temperature hot glue right. because again this was in vegas in august yeah uh so in Vegas in August. So I uh, wanted to make sure that the glue would not melt and buttons would come out. So uh, anyway, that's, so that's I all really that. Like that. I really like that design. It's really simple, really, really easy to make actually, but it's just one of those ideas that, you know, we have a tendency of overthinking how to make something. And there it is. It's just this real simple momentary switches and another way of opening up a latch with a door. Yes, and and so it's kind of a book up from Roomba Cats too, or uh, something. What he would do is, if you didn't have the buttons on the side, to have another one up here like that, and you just had the the puzzles the front, uh, and you had an issue, you could have a just the front made right. And when you, right. you this is mounted to a tree or to a post or whatever, you could just pull the front out. You don't have to unmount the box. Put the new front in, front the front back in, and then screw back up together the lid. And it won't come apart again, but then it's all switched out as a new cache. So yeah. Um, yeah. you don't have to sit you there and do just have like multiple fronts and just change out the design and not even change archive one and put a new one in there, a completely new cache in the same area. Mm -hmm. So engineer 42 asks a great question. The buttons are marked as waterproof. And what's our experience with them holding up? Um, I have a cache here in Issaquah that's been out since 2018. Uh, and they are waterproof, but I will say about every two years, I have to switch them out because one will fail. But since it's a teamwork cache and there's not six of me to figure out which one fails, I just switch them all out. Yeah. Um, they're not that expensive. So no, they're not. Uh, they're, I mean, 
I can I can probably pull it up here on Amazon, but you're looking for maybe ten bucks for twelve of them or something. I think so. Yeah, I think I think this pack here, uh, two reds, two blues, two blacks, two yellows, and two greens was ten dollars. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna see what I can find it on here. So I just switch them out, and you can buy them in just. I have lots of packs of just black as well because that's typically what I use unless it's you have to use colors. So I would say every two years is when I have to switch them out because one does go bad. Right. For the ones that don't have are not pre-wired, you're looking at ten bucks for um fifteen. And for pre-wired, let's look here. Pre-wired. And depending on which ones, I mean they have several. Um So the most expensive thing on this cash is the button. Six pieces is seven dollars. So are they? Oh, so even cheaper than ten pieces are nine dollars or ten dollars nine dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you can find them pretty cheap even for the pre-wired. Yep. So you could see what I did was I put tape. What I had the tape on here for is I put tape when I drilled the hole. I put tape on the bottom. Then I took the hot temp glue, filled up the hole, and then pushed the button in. And then I actually end up taping it because the glue will actually kind of push the button out until it dries. Right. Um, so I taped it down to hold it in. And then once it was dry, you know, you could take the glue off the back and it's held in. Um, for the ones that have wires, I just filled up the hole, pushed it in. Um, actually, no, I, I held it there and then I filled it from the back. That's what I end up doing. Um, so uh, super simple. I end up putting a little... Uh, cleat here on the back for the shelf the upper shelf to sit in so there's no way for people to access from inside the cash box uh the wires or anything now you could change the size of this obviously but uh right you know and with a new front you could you can make whatever you want with it but uh anyway um i mean that's it i put slits in the side here i routered in some slots if you see here in the sides as we did once before um let me actually grab Ace. Yeah, and that's just people always ask, well, how are you going to mount it? How would you mount this to a tree or anything like that? And those slits give you the cap capability of mounting it to a tree just using like a ratchet strap. Exactly. So you could use a ratchet strap. I have this one here with me. Um, I like to keep this inside the cache itself. So if you feed it from inside the cache around, and you probably use a bigger one than this. But if you watch the one we did for Pizza Ninja for the, uh, the um, Sasquatch one, same right. same theory. Um, we'll go back in through this slot on this side, and then we'll tighten it. And if you had a ratchet strap, you could get it really tight. Um, but anyways, you could strap it going this way. And now your strap is inside the box that the people can't get to. Tighten it up, and then um, then that way, you know, of course, a strap you could cut. But if someone wants it that bad, they're gonna they're gonna get it. Right, and it, nothing um, says you can't use a um, like a metal strap or a cable either to do it that way it just gives you the capability of being able to go through the cache and and strap it in place yeah and that's what uh we did for the one pizza ninja has so we actually added up adding a cable that went through as well with a lock on the inside so you could you had both the straps to hold it in place and the cable to hopefully prevent someone from taking it but this here was a one-day event um was out for eight hours and that was it so I wasn't too worried about someone taking them and they were also watched as uh, from people. So right. uh, it was fairly safe.
yeah. So that's that's really cool. I really like that design. Really simple, really elegant, and like, like even track cash is six. I like how it comes apart. And that just makes it real a lot easier for cash maintenance and that and that aspect of kind of doing that. And that's just really really great. And as you, I'm a, we're gonna stay on the shot as you put it back together. So those oh, yeah. that have just joined us can kind of see how this goes back together and gets a separation in it. Yeah, this this piece here has, this was my test piece for my slot. And then I realized I was out of cedar. So I ended up using this again, but the other ones don't have that in there, but it didn't really matter for the event. So that pops in. You don't even see on. that anyways. So no, you won't see it. Um, this slides on and then the top you put back on and screw it back together using the, uh, some security screws right and then you're done so simple so easy and i love the teamwork aspect of it now you're gonna have to put it back to take it back apart because you left your batteries out but other than that oh that, i'm i think we're done with it so i won't start with the batteries yeah. in it yeah we're not gonna stress out and, and it's just <laughs> it's a tw since it's a 12 volt latch we got 12 volts there and you can simply do that with what do we say four d batteries as four well. d batteries yeah um no eight eight d batteries 8D batteries in it. So you yep. can get a battery holder like this, a weatherproof one uh, for 8Ds, plug it in, does the same thing. So just such a really, really great, great idea. Yeah. All right. So I see a question in here. Did I miss the surprise? Well, the surprise is what we were going to be talking about tonight on the show. Um, and we wanted to talk about this cash, but one of the things that, and it was just kind of a surprise topic, what we're going to talk about. It's really what the surprise was. The other thing I really want to talk about, and I think we've all ran into this, and I want to hear from the chat room as well, How what happens when you, you want to build a cache, but you don't know what you want to do? How do you find your ideas? And we've get asked that all the time. How do you find your ideas? And I know a lot of times they even we both run into, I guess, builder block and you know, you've ever heard of writer's block, but there's also builder's block. What do I want to build? I want to build something different. I want to do this, but I don't know what I want to do. We all run into that. And I've, I mean, I've run into that quite a bit recently. Um, what do you do if you run into a builder's block, Chad? How do, what do you do? Put it How on the shelf. Get more ideas? <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> if you've got a good group of people, uh, good builders, uh, that are friends with you, you could always shoot them a text or a, an email. I know Derek, you and I have done that several times, mm -hmm. uh, as well as with some other uh, people that listen. Uh, I think that's one of the best ways to to come about it. If you need someone else's opinion or you're kind of stuck, and you know they may someone else, one of your friends may have a better idea or a way to get unstuck, right? To to finish up your build. Um, the other thing that I do is put it on a shelf and think about it or maybe I start doing building something a little bit different um I mean that's my only only thing really uh you can google sometimes ideas uh, uh you know if you wanted a teamwork cache you you typed in teamwork cache in google it might pull up some youtube videos or just some different things uh, escape room game videos yep there's a lot of makers out there that actually will that make escape room games that they share the code. They share everything uh, on their channels um, that you can go to. Uh, I think a gr good group of friends or even if you belong to the gadget a community Facebook group, 
That's right. a good one to ask questions on. Uh, you just got to remember if you want it to be super secret, and there's a lot of members on Facebook, so it probably won't be super secret anymore. Right. And I'm just looking over here on the chat. A lot of people, um, Darren says, I watch a catch a talk podcast. Um, Mike is saying, uh, find a widget I want to use and work backwards from that. Check out the newest Arduino sensors or latches. Arduino says, start on a different cache. And that's great. Sometimes you start building one cache and you get another idea doing that. Um, Method one, find a cool container or electric mo uh, module and make up a way to use it. That's a great, great idea. I mean, I've seen, if you find a problem, um, like right now we're doing some stuff um, with robotics and we they give you certain missions and you have to figure out how you're going to accomplish those missions. So if maybe, hey, I'll, this is this is a problem I have. How do I accomplish getting into this? What's a different way of doing it? Um Bell in the Moose, yeah. Miss Ramsey channel. That's what, like, seeing some of those puzzle boxes. I, that's one of the things I've always done. I've always, like, would Google puzzle boxes and kind of get kind of an idea of how something is. Pinterest, I've looked, got flipped through Pinterest before and see what they do there. Um, done that. Let's see here. I'm just kind of flipping through this. Uh, they have some of my stuff on Pinterest, yeah. but I don't Escape put too room, much on Full of great ideas. I would say so as well. Um, Oh, method two, come up with a story that can be applied to a cache and make the gadget for that story. Mm -hmm. um, like a theme, th coming up with a theme and working through that kind of theme. So we've talked before about a spy theme. So what kind of spy theme could we come up with this story? We need to entertain some that. things have come up from, from that as well. I mean, for instance, I have it sitting here and I don't, I'm going to figure out where the code is on this one real quick before I flip it up here. Um, I forget where it's at on our coin. Um, oh yeah, I think I know where it's at. It's underneath <laughs> the thing. So like this coin here, we had an idea. We wanted it to be a decoder coin. We wanted it to do different stuff and we wanted it to be able to do multiple things. Um, and both Chad and I were on the design part of this and even these slots, we want it to be almost, you could almost kind of work it like a, a even type of like a sextant kind of thing where you could actually put mm -hmm. the pieces up in the top and maybe create different aspects to it here. Create so the point would be to have to look through, find a location, look through it. I mean, we had a lot of different ideas that we wanted to use with this. And then of course it has different, what was it four different um, codes on there and, we even had the idea at one point of creating a cache somehow and you had to put the middle part into an, uh, a certain way and you had to push it into a to the slot to get it to open. I mean, there's just, I mean, this was just some of those really interesting ideas that we talk, talked about how we want to do this, but this was seeing stuff like this sometimes will give us different ideas. Well, how can I use that? What can we do with that to be able to do that, that coin? So this is, I love this coin. This was a lot of fun. This was a fun one. I don't, unfortunately, we don't have that coin anymore. We, it was a limited. Did they go to production? Yeah. Yeah, it did. The patrons, it's all, it, right? the patrons, the patrons, the patrons of Geocache Talk. Yeah. I think there was a few left afterwards. Um, but yeah, that's just, and there was like, I said, different, different inserts. So they all had different, different types of inserts on here. See if I can get it to focus. So, and that's just kind of the words there and it had different, different 
Um, different symbols and different symbols on it. Let's see if I can get. And it you can go multiple ways. Right, and then of course this is all magnet, so you can actually move the, like each of these rings to get the diff to what that symbol would be. And how do you line this up to get to the code? I think there was like. This is a good design coin. We spent a lot of time it was, on this. It was a fun coin design. It took us. This was the second rendition of it because the first one that we wanted to be practical. <laughs> the first one, none of the symbols lined up. So I have a prototype of that one somewhere around yeah, here. I do. I do right behind me too. Yeah. So and then, but that's the actual working one, and we had to enlarge the size of the coin to get to do that. And that's part of the the building aspect. Sometimes I've gotten just gone into the shop, and I'll just kind of start toying around looking at something okay what, how can i do this i want to i want to put something into a slot up top here and it drops down and opens the latch i mean challenge yourself get get a simple uh um um fence latch and say okay how many different ways can i get this to work and open a door what can i do and maybe that's the way that you can start off to get an idea of that, and I'm I'm talking speaking to, my, to myself uh, to the choir on this because there's times, and I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't built really anything much in the last year with everything going on in my life and everything like that. Just been so busy with a whole bunch of other stuff, but seeing being able to do that is ways that you can challenge challenge yourself. One thing I will, I've gotten ideas going to escape rooms. I those that that have been here to cash fest been to my friends and all that know that i absolutely love escape rooms <laughs> so that i get a lot of ideas from there um and just seeing different puzzle boxes as well yeah so people were talking about placeable technologies um i watched a lot in fact this cache started out as one of his caches uh the holding your hands one when you touch hands it actually sings a beatles song um i, I want to hold your hand uh, when you complete the circuit and then the door will open. Um, right. I don't think we can show it on here, but you have to be a patron to get the code and all that to get everything for the, his puzzles, which, you know, it really isn't that expensive uh, if I remember right. But anyway, uh, that's a great channel to listen to him. That's what he makes his escape room games. Okay. On there. So, you know, the other thing is, so originally the cash that we, so I'll talk a little bit about this cash. And so, um, when I was approached about doing caches, one of them was a teamwork cache and they wanted to hold hands. Well, this was at several different casinos on the strip. And so it's like, well, where do you, where can we put it? Can we plug it in? Do we have power? How can we mount it? Um, no one had any answers for me on that. So we went from, and then how do you stop people? So they wanted everything on kind of one area. Well, but they wanted six people to hold hands. Well, how do you stop it from just one person being able to push the two, you know, touch the two right. parts? It'd have to be around something or in two different rooms or, you know, I, I'm not sure. We'd have to do something so they actually physically have to be six people apart. Well, we couldn't figure that out. So then I went to, okay, we want to do something maybe on a fence. So I thought, okay, well, we'll we can do something like that really easy. And so what I came up with, and I took the latch out of it, but just to show here, we can go to my build cam. Um, these are, this is a six by six electrical box. I think it's six by six. Um, so I have screws in it from the latch. But anyway, um, same thing. Uh, I like to use acrylic for the front of the cache. So I built this. This works with the 
It's the exact same insert as as uh, what was in the birdhouse, uh, except I made it a little bit bigger and uh, screwed it on. Uh, and then what would come out of this, the way this would open, would be we would have three different switches far enough away from each other that you had to have three people push them. And so these were just sample switches I, I got to test them because they are waterproof. Um, and these are uh, industrial uh, switches. So you can see it has a rubber seal to keep it waterproof on them. So originally, I actually liked this one here. Um, has a waterproof outlet. You can have a wire that goes out, go into right. the bottom of this here that would then activate it. And then we could mount them. We were either going to put a magnet on the back of these to put them far enough apart or screw them to a fence was the idea. Uh, but then no one, we couldn't find any fences, anything to screw them to around the, around there. So right. um, we end up going to what, you saw in that box is I was like, well, let's just do, we know there's telephone poles and, you know, we can run a strap around a telephone pole and, you know, have someone watch it and that will be easy enough. Then you just have to have multiple buttons for people to push. So that's right. kind of how the idea kind of evolved. Yeah. I mean, it's, and like we, like we've said before, if a lot of times ideas will evolve. Uh, oh, here's another great idea of coming in from uh, GC DSK 11 make magazine just picked. He's just picked up volume 86. Oh yeah. Is that a good one? <laughs> Let us know. I know <laughs> you, you've, you do make magazine. Don't you? I think I have 86. Yeah. It's a cause cosplay one. But if you look back on 70, 68, there's a gadget cash article here. Let me stick this. Where's my camera? Which one do you want to go to? <laughs> okay. this, there's a gadget cash one with, of course, Gilby. Chad makes amazing caches. Talks about some of his caches. I'm in the build here. cam. Oh, I'm in build the build cam. cam. Okay, that'd be better. So it talks about his caches here, some of them. Uh, and then there's uh, mine, some of mine, um, with some of with uh, caches. It kind of talks a short description, kind of shows pictures of them. Um, right. on here, and then I have the uh magic block kit for people to be able to build to purchase and build. So, uh, it's it's a uh, the fun magazine. Uh, and if you're into cosplay, which I am, uh, I love making costumes and stuff. Um, it has great articles in there, but anyways, it has really small down here, uh, gadget caches on it. So, 86, it's a it's a fun read. That's really cool. I, I, I forgot. I didn't know. I don't have that one magazine, so I didn't know what all was in there. And I really yeah. you mentioned the gadget, sponsored. The gadget talking here. Yeah, I wish it could be sponsored. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's see here. So we're getting a couple new people. Uh, welcome, Ryan Russell, coming into the channel first time viewer. Hey, hey, love. Thanks for joining us tonight. Um, and Scooby Loves Foods has also just joined us as well. So. Um, really love seeing new new people coming and joining us on the podcast and just in the chat room. Um, tonight we're just talking. We're showing a couple of different chat. We're showing the teamwork cache, and then we're just kind of talking about what do we do when we hit that build block, kind of like a writer's block. What do we? Where do we search? What do we do? And uh, I'd love to see some other more ideas in the chat of what 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 they do if they have that. Now, one of the things that I thought was really cool and 
HQ was doing this was the maker events. If you can find it, sometimes if you can find an event and you open it up to your community, maybe you can get ideas without just even going to events and talking to others about different gadgets in other areas or the caches may get inspire you to do one of those gadgets and maybe put your own spin on it is another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of looking through. Let's talk about here. Paul uh, said he's been told that a reviewer won't approve anything on a telephone pole. That's correct because in now this event I did in Vegas was not geocaching related. Uh, telephone poles are privately owned, and I don't think anybody can technically. I don't think a telephone company or electrical company or or uh, whoever owns. I think it's electric company owns them. Uh, will give you permission. So typically, yes, you cannot publish. You can't put a cache on a telephone pole. Well, and I think it may be also depending on where too, because I have seen some that are actually on telephone poles. I have a couple on telephone poles. Um, they're on or our property, poles. so. Yeah. Um, I get away with it that way. Uh, I think it really depends on your reviewer and how much they really check into it. Right. And, and it also depends on the laws and stuff like that of your state. Cause some, some States will not allow you to do a cemetery cash. Some States do some States I've even found out will let you do a cat will not let you do a cash in a, um, for the U S wise in a, um, rest area. It just depends on the laws, your local laws and stuff like that as well. So Audi said you can if your wife is second command of power company. Yep, that's, yep, that's true, I'm sure. It's yeah. the same way I do caches on buildings uh, and run power to them and everything is we have, uh, you know, special ins on certain things. So, right. Uh, it's all on anyway. who you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how everything happens in this world is all who you know. Um, and then Ryan asked, Ryan Russell here asked, have either of you hosted an in-person gadget cache workshops if so, any plans for upcoming one? Yes, there is. There is one coming up. It's going to be in Oklahoma at Cash Fast Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there we'll will be. be. Doing, yeah, we, we. In fact, that's it's going to be. It's Oklahoma. We're going to be at a mega in Oklahoma Cash Fest. Chad, Chad and I actually are part of the team that helps put that together. Um, mm-hmm. And that is going to be. It's here, July sixteenth. No, no, not this. This no. July. <laughs> See, it's, it's the week of July 4th. So I think the 4th is what on a Thursday. So it's going to be that Friday, Saturday. So we're going to be doing some other stuff that week. But yeah, go check it out. I know it's, it's a great event. It's going to be a fun event. And you can go to Cash Fest. I'm bringing, going to bring up the page real quick um, to share. Uh, but yeah, you can go to cashfest.com and you can see it on there. I'm bringing it up. So Derek and I have hosted three gadget builds together gadget uh uh gadget academy workshops and then we did a gadget build um together and then i've done several other gadget academy workshops other than that so yes we do uh put those on but the next one will be in uh oklahoma planning unless you want to you have an idea for one and you want to rent the stuff then we can send you everything or even attend so yeah, we do, we are open to do these and we do different things on those. And um, we've talked, we've done a talk before at going caching about gadget caches before. Mm-hmm. So we've done that as well. Um, you have an event, you want to bring us out. Hey, we're up for it. So yeah, July 6th is the actual day of the, the actual main event there. And it's going to be in Norman, Oklahoma. Um, there's going to be a lot of events that we're going to be doing um, starting Wednesday. And then we'll probably have like another seat or something like that on Sunday before everybody gets out of town. But that's coming up in July. 
go ahead and get on there and do your Williton. Um, and hey, be part of history. This is the first mega ever in Oklahoma. So, um, and it's what mega within, I think was what, two weeks, three weeks when we launched it, I think it was. So yeah, it was, it was really fast. Nine zero Z is the code. Yeah. If you like events, um, 90 Z show up, we get good reviews from everybody. So you'll, you'll enjoy it. Yep. Host hotel. Everything's on the site right now. We have not put up the information on all the side events yet because we're still in the process of getting all those. And then also uh, we have not opened up the swag yet, but you, if you want to be part of do gadget Academy and you want to do the build that we're going to be doing, get the VIP one. Cause that's part of the swag in there. You get that. And then you can come to be able to come to the class and actually walk away with a, a fully built ready cash ready to go, or at least the mechanical part of it. And as of right now, we don't know what we're going to be building yet. <laughs> no, no, it's to be a surprise. We're still working on it. Uh, one thing I was going to mention from this last year, just a few months ago, um, Jane J. Bish, um, they actually built the one, which was the magic blocks, which was in the, right. also the, the make magazine. Uh, and they had, they had a great, um, event in their area that they were hit at. So, um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I've seen them out quite a bit. Uh, the magic blocks now I've seen photos of them. So that's really cool. Uh, and those were also based on a cache from try Cassius Chad, right. Uh, on there. Um, so yeah, they were really good. So if you come, you'll get a good cash. Yep. Yeah, the year before that, we did the the the, the like cube. the Rubik's cube, the cube, um, a maze that we did. Um, there's one version yeah, the of cube. it. The one I can't complete. Well, this yeah, this is the colored version. Um, so 3D printed stuff, and then we have put it all together. You end up putting the version people built. Yeah, we teased we teased on those gadget calendar gadget academy and said it was actually a soldering 101 is what it was. So there was quite a bit of soldering to be done and and aspects of it. So, but it was just I, it was just a lot of fun. It really was. And sitting there with everybody and talking to them and uh, cutting up and just being part of that and seeing everybody there, it, it's been so much fun doing those. So workshop wise, yeah, we 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 do workshops, but it's we'll do them at events and sometimes it's really hard to get out to those events right now. So let's hear anything else coming into the so, chat. Uh, just Ryan Russell said he'd love to attend one if he can. Uh Ryan, uh, I don't know if you mentioned it, but uh, let us know where you live. What area? Yeah, I'm, I'm, There's a lot of good builders. If you're you know, he doesn't do a class, but if you're looking for some really good caches, um Gilby gone wild here sounds in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, is a great place to go. You have Audio Olson in Kansas that has Come some really Kansas. good caches. You got uh, uh, move out in California. Yeah, move in California. So there's a lot of good cachers out there uh with great gadgets um to go look at. So um yeah, just kind of you know, if you want to if you're just getting into it, you're new to it, join a Facebook uh, gadget cash group too as well that's mm -hmm. a good place yeah you can always and if you want to you can always send us an email uh, you can see the email underneath chad's name gadget talk podcast at gmail.com or you can find us on instagram at gadget talk podcast and uh send us a question send us on there and uh, or if you even have an idea well this is something that we really like doing if you even have an idea of a, a cash and kind of want to bounce the idea off of us and see what we think 
um, or how we you might be able to improve it, just hey, send us an email, send us a message, and let's have you on the show and even show us what you got, and we can kind of look at it um, with the group. If you want everybody to be on here with us, so kind of look at it and see what we think. Um, I know one thing that I've always found and a lot of the gadget builders I see in the chat room itself, um, we like beta testing our caches because we may, especially finding difficulty of them sometimes um, because what seems easy to us may seem completely hard to somebody else. And that just kind of can give you kind of an idea of what maybe the difficulty of it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking over at the questions here. Burnt Troll says HQ needs to get on that gadget cache, gadget cache attribute. I personally use Field Puzzle. So that's what they consider. the The issue is that's what they consider a gadget cache is a Field Puzzle. How do you determine if it's a gadget or not? If someone finds it and it has a gadget attribute, and you say, "Oh, it's not," I mean, how do you yeah. how do you enforce it? That's why there's no icon that's gadget because how do you enforce it? It's really a gadget or not? Yeah, it was like that um, you know, whole special reviewers, the, all that. This has been a conversation yeah. that I've had with HQ a lot, and uh, even an attribute would be nice. I agree, but I don't. I wouldn't hold my breath. Okay, uh, so Paul Paul says, if uh, let them know if you want to do a Pennsylvania-based gadget build. But I think so. He um, or that's Mike. Um. So yeah. Um. Yeah, this is also just a good way of getting hooked up with other gadget builders. So I'm mean, here coming in here on a Gadget Talk uh, podcast, coming in and checking this out. And also know we've been doing this for three years now, Chad, mm-hmm. I think it is. So there's a lot of past shows, and we used to do it weekly. Yeah, uh, we uh, – well, it started before COVID. Yeah. Right before COVID. Actually, yes. We started the week that everything got shut down, I think, or the week before or something like that, that. I think. So, yeah, it's yes. been three or four years, something like that. Yeah, 20, it's been a little over three, three years. Three years, yeah. Yeah, so we start. So all, you can always go back. There was some stuff that we did with different momentary switches. We had a soldering on there. We've talked about 3D printing. We've talked about laser cutting. So some ideas. I mean, even I will sometimes go back and go, how did we do that? And I'll go back and I'll watch one of the shows that we've built something on. I can tell you exactly when we started. February of 2020, because this is what we built. So this super simple cache um, to build. So, you know, these, I do a lot of complex ones um, because I have fun making those. But, you know, you need to have easy ones. And that's what I started out making as well. And so... This one here would cost you the most expensive thing on this is the box, which if you yeah. get these at Harbor Freight, yeah, you can get them down. down to like three or four bucks, I think, if they're on sale. But uh, it's two screws, four LEDs, and it just requires a nine volt. They bring a battery, um, you lock it, and uh, let me grab a nine volt battery here. Give me one sec. <laughs> yeah, you supply the battery on this one. I remember we actually did, we were challenging when we did this one for people to actually do the build live as we were doing that. And that was kind of when we were first trying it out. This, this whole show. Concept. I think we so pre-sold the kit, didn't we? Or did the part, we used to do the parts list. We did the part list, And they had to go, if they wanted to get the parts, they, they can get the parts and they can do the build live with us. Yes, that's right. 
it's it's been it's been a while. So one thing on these is I do like to, you know, it's it's always easier if someone could bring their own battery. That way it's less maintenance uh, for the owner, the cash owner. So this one here, what you would have is a lock on the cash, and um, you would bring your nine volt battery. Oops. Um, and uh, you'd put it on here. These these so these two studs here sticking up these two bolts, and they would give you colors, which would give you in your description. You'd have a list of what colors meant what. Uh, so it's white, blue, white, red. And I don't remember what the color code meant. Yeah, whatever the numbers would be. And that gives you the code to get yeah. into the lock. Super simple. Um, we waterproofed it, everything in there. Um, really easy cash. That was February of 2020, which was our very first build. Um, and then it went, I have everything from those. Um trying to think uh this one here is may and um just to to show you um this one here of the batteries inside um you'd have a lock on it again here, let me move a couple things out of the way uh but you'd have a lock on it again and then you would have to figure out the code and then multiply these numbers together to get your four digit code so the way you'd know if you had it right is this would light up and I think, let me double check, make sure I have a battery inside. Yes. So you have to push, these are momentary switches. Um, and you have to figure out which one. There's only a few combinations that you could do. <laughs> there there it, is. it is. So it would be 24... 10, 36. So you'd time, you'd multiply 24, 10, and 36. It gave you a four-digit code. Again, that that LED is only on for a few seconds, so the battery will last. LED, on. which requires less yeah. power. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Uh, these are waterproof uh, switches as well. Um, there's a waterproof cap on them. It unthreads, and you'll see they're just a regular momentary toggle switch, um, but it's kind of like a silicone thing on here uh so that was one we did back in may so anyway there's a whole bunch of really simple ones like this um you know your caches don't have to be crazy like some of ours are so difficult yeah it's yeah and i think we've even had i know i was on a show another time and it was with the geocache talk we did the whole debate it was gary and i did the debate is it a creative cache or is it a gadget cache so there's a whole bunch of those aspects too. So I mean it's it's been a it's been fun. It really has been. And doing all these mm -hmm. different shows and getting to meet everybody, go get go to events has always been great. And it's always it's always a surprise of that how many people see what we do and say, Hey, you know, I saw this on the on the show and y'all did this and now I have a cash just like that over here. Or we've Kits have been sold and have gone to Australia, kits in New Zealand, and all these different places that all these stuff has gone. It's always it's always a surprise to me about how many people have taken even ideas that we've come up with and say, "Hey, I did this, but I did this with it." And I'm like, "That is just absolutely brilliant. I never even thought about that." And that's I think that's you want to talk about what the surprise of the show is. That's what the surprise is. Mm is how people can come up with so many different ideas to do certain things. So. Um, 
looking over here in the chat. So, yep. Um, shoot, I had something I was gonna bring up. I forgot. I started thinking about something else. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you'll think about it about five o'clock in the morning. Sure, I'll probably think about it as soon as we end. <laughs> I'll probably remember it. So Mike but, says here in the chat says I tried and aim for a USB battery pack as the source. I found some generic nine volts just don't cut it, even brand new. You know, if you go to a dollar store and you get their batteries, actually, if you get a dollar store battery and you get a regular, like even a double A battery, you'll feel that weight difference in there. <laughs> um, there's also a nine volt that's rechargeable with a USB port, um, a micro USB, hmm. but uh, they also don't have, I don't think they're a full nine volt uh, so, in them. I right, had some, and I just didn't like them. Right. And answer Hugh's question. Are these builds still on the show on show uh, YouTube? Yes. Yes. The easiest way to probably find it is go to YouTube, go to the playlist and go to gadget talk. Um, and you'll see all the shows that we've ever done on there. And you'll be able to go and kind of find um, all the way back to the beginning of the gadget talk. And you'll be able to find, the show that you're looking for for those builds as well. Um, we've also done some holiday special shows where we, um, the tools and things that we've really liked that we use a lot of like that momentary switch switches, the, the cabinet latches and stuff like that, that we have, there's links all in those shows for those parts. And those are our affiliate links. So um, whatever you do, I mean, those are just some ideas. Um, and that's one of the things that we really love doing is, sharing ideas and seeing how you, the viewers will run with those ideas and get to do, do different stuff. So it's just really cool. Sorry. I'm reading, reading the quote over here. Um, I'll just say this, how to do things differently. Levers and push rods could be used to create a non-electric version of the, of some of these, um, but they would be more complicated and more prone to breaks. Right. And that's something the the less maintenance I've found, the less maintenance I have to do on the cache, the better the cache is. Um, I've had some different caches where I had some different lot rods, and if you moved the wrong one, it would actually lock the cache. Or if you pulled one rod, it would actually be able to unlock the door, but you still had to do a couple other things with the, the other rods. So lots of different things. Um, the wear and tear of caches and weather, what material you want to use. And we've talked in a lot of these different shows, we've talked about different materials that we've found that work great. Um, my favorite is PVC board. Um, right now, um, I've used built several caches out of that, and it's pretty durable. And and on my on my channel that I used to do behind the cache, there's even a place where I took a tested between a regular birdhouse and a PVC board uh, how they hold up to muggles with a bat. See which one does what. Um, Sorry, Bell in the Move always gives me a hard time about that. He, 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 that's his least favorite video that I've ever had. Um, but I will say this. It <laughs> felt good hitting that cash with the bat. Yeah. It really some stress that day. Mike um, has a good question here. Although, Rick from Colorado would say different. Uh, he says you only use MDF once for a gadget cache. Um, and that's because the medium density fiber board will absorb water. Um, you can seal it, which would make it better. And that's what Rick does. And he actually uses press board. He used particle board, which yeah. is, uh, I think, even worse than MDF. Uh, and his last for years, uh, yeah. myself, uh, I like to use, if I'm going to use wood, I like to use uh, MDO. 
Um, and that's medium density overlay uh, board. I can grab a piece of A lot of times I'll use cedar. I've used cedar plank as well. And I like that as well. It's, it's it, that helps with a lot of different stuff, but I really like personally, I like the, there's the MDO right there that Chad's got, but also yeah. I, the PVC board seems, I really seem to like that. Yeah. So this is plywood with a coating on it. That's what the overlay is. Um, and so it's hard to really see the coating on it, but this will last. I have stuff out for 10 years. Uh, I didn't seal the edges. So you're supposed to on here. There's actually a primer that comes with it that you, you paint over the plywood edges uh, because I cut these in pieces, obviously. So, um, it kind of it like this one here is primed, um, but I don't do that on them. They've been out for ten years and no issues. They all work great. Um, a little bit more expensive, a little bit harder to find, but it's very smooth also as well as you can see, and they work really well. So this is what I like to use for wooden caches, unless I'm doing something like these temporary ones out of cedar. Uh, then I'll use the cedar if it's not going to be out there. But uh, anyway, cedar or MDO is what I would use. Right. Well, Chad, I've, it's been a fun show tonight, and I love the, the discussions and, and what everybody's said here. Yeah, as you can tell, as Bell and the Moves called me a basher, um, that was he came to my house after that. And believe it or not, that PVC board cache is still back there on that tree. As you say, it's still out there today, right? It's still out there today. Yeah, it's now you're testing how long it'll last. Yeah, I'm <laughs> testing that one, even though it's not all in one piece right now because it was a nice explosion. I about took out a $700 camera when I hit it too by accident. Um, the latches. Yeah. Mike is a different I mentioned here about the, the ideas on the latches that we've used. Um, and those, you can see those also here on, on gadget talk. So um, I was going to say, I clicked on it when I was starting to read it. Uh, okay. So uh, Paul mentioned this. We've actually had this several times, but um, different locking mechanisms um hinges and stuff like that so um right. that's a good suggestion maybe we can go that over is it a good suggestion. and i like simple mechanisms for caches that's what i've i've always loved seeing that aspect of it even like the momentary multiple buttons make it as a teamwork cache i, I just love those ideas because um, i always have more fun when i go out with people to go caching versus going by myself um so that having a teamwork cache makes it for me makes it a lot more fun mm -hmm. so but once again, if you have an idea or suggestion or anything, you can always give us, send us an email at gadgettalkpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram and send it to us at gadgettalkpodcast. Uh, would love to see what you won't have. Uh, if you have an idea, you want to come on the show, you want to do a show and tell of your cash. Hey, we'd love to see it. Uh, send us pictures and tag us. And we'd want to come on the show and talk to us, send us an email or contact us through Instagram and we'll have you on. So, all right, Chad, anything else you want to say tonight? Nope, that is it. Uh, oh, uh, I will be out of town uh, for the next Gadget Talk. Okay. Um, so uh, we're going to work on having someone on with Derek for that. But uh, Right, and we will be back, not next week. We will be back the third, is the third, sun yeah, third Sunday. Yeah, and that's something that we've, we're working out. So we're just going to figure out yep. how that's, I'll be know, in Orlando, I think. I'll be in Orlando. Day, so so be, be on the lookout for the next Gadget cash, gadget Talk uh, podcast. Uh, it will be on Sunday coming up in a couple of weeks. 
and Chad won't be with us, but I will have a guest on with, with me and we will discuss some more gadgets. So hope everybody has a great week and thanks for joining us tonight. And we will see you next time here on the gadget talk podcast.